Hello, I'm Declan Boner, and you're listening to Time Out Podcast with Tony McGettigan. Well, folks, you're very welcome along to the second episode of the Time Out Podcast with me, Tony McGettigan, and I'm very delighted to say that I'm joined today at the Waterfront Hotel here in the beautiful town of Dunlow by the current manager of the Donegal Football Senior Team, and that is Declan Boner. Declan, thanks a million for taking the time out to speak with me. No problem, Tony. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a bad day. The rain's holding off at the minute. Yeah, exactly. It's not too bad at all, and nice part of the country up here. Very nice. You couldn't beat it with us, Dick Declan. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, Declan, let's get into the, the as I say, the nitty gritty, the questions. And you're two seasons into your second stint in charge of Donegal, and you've got two Anglo Celts behind you, two Super Eight appearances, and a Division Two title. I'd say that's a pretty good return. Listen, it's not bad. It's I mean the two years have passed fairly quickly. We've introduced a lot of young players and. Um, you know, the, the squad, it's still it's improving, there's no doubt about it. And over the last two years, yeah, it's nice to win the Anglo Cells back-to-back. Most disappointments would be not getting out of the, not getting out of the uh, Super 8s. And, you know, Castle Bar is still fairly raw uh, that, that evening in Castle Bar. But, yeah, we're back playing Division 1 football next season too, and that, that'll definitely stand by the players also. Yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's work in progress. There's still a bit of work to be done. There's no doubt about that there. But uh, I think we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, uh, certainly so, Declan, because when you look at the Super 8, the, how we exited the Super 8, it was very narrow. We were almost on the, the cusp of the semi-finals on both occasions, really. Two games, it came down to the final game. Yeah, listen, exactly. Last year it was Tyrone and, and Valley Buffet, and, you know, up until around about the 68 minutes, or sorry, 50, I think, maybe going into the last 10, 15 minutes, we were three or four points up, and Tyrone uh, finished the game out strong, and... Uh, Ultimately, that ended our, our ambition of getting into the last four. And again, listen, we were um, on the end of the, an away match down in Castle Bar against Mayo. And uh, on the evening, you have to hand it to Mayo. They they won the match, and you know they, they won it fair and square. Uh, with no complaints. Um, we had our chances on the evening. We didn't take them. And again, you know, we fell just short uh, in the Super 8s. And that's been the disappointment. So, listen, as I say, this work to be done. And uh, that work starts almost immediately. Yeah. And you touched on there the second half. Like, obviously, we, we had a, a number of wides. But would you be fair to say, Declan, that the experience that Mayo had in the terms of championship battle, that stood to them? We bit extra experience. Yeah, listen, Mayo is a very experienced side. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, in Castle Bar, it's always a difficult venue. And, you know, the evening itself, it was a wet, very, very dirty evening in, in, in Castle Bar. And it, it didn't make score, taking that a little bit more difficult. And normally chances that we would have put over the bar, you know, either fell short or, or went wide. And it was, disappo- it was a disappointing way to exit the, the championship because, you know, we felt we definitely had made progress throughout the year. Yeah, but I think that game in Castle Bar is going to stand the, the team in great stead because uh, to go into a place like Castle Bar at the best of times is a very tough venue to come out with a result. Yeah, listen, it is. Mayo have been probably in the last over the last decade have been, you know, probably behind Dublin as the the, the, the second best team in, in, in the country, and you know they're all Ireland final appearances, and you know they've been playing Division One football all through the years. So listen, they're a strong side. There's no yeah. doubt about that there, and uh, they are very experienced. So listen, sometimes out of defeat, and if we we can learn from that, and hopefully the, we will learn from that uh, defeat in Castle Bar, then you know we can m- m- work on that as I say and make sure that if we do get in that situation next year, that we can progress. Yeah, well, that's the, I suppose the ultimate aim is to to progress from uh, previous experiences. Uh, Stephen Rochford, of course, came in to the fray the, the season, uh, Declan, and I think in the next number of days, maybe or weeks, to make the announcement on whether he's staying on for another season. Ah, listen, Stephen's brought a lot of you know. Stephen um, has been about. He's been managing Mayo for for two, two three seasons. Got him to two All Ireland finals. 
and uh, very good coach and you know that's that's where he really he's really at home and the coaching end of it and you know he's working with a very good backroom team in terms of coaching Andy McGovern's our goalkeeping coach uh, Paul McGonigal is my number two and then you have Gary Boyle Carl Lacey also working in the coaching element who are very very good and uh, I mean they're top class coaches and you know Stephen brings that extra experience in and also we know Stephen does, goes about his business in a very professional attitude and there's a good way about him so he's been yeah it's been a good addition to the, the whole setup yeah, a, a fantastic asset and uh, myself and all Donegal folk would hope he would stay on for that final another year yeah, listen, yeah, yeah we, we mean this number of meetings to take place over the next yeah. couple of weeks and we'll be sitting down. So, yeah, yeah, no, listen, hopefully uh, that we'll, we will have the majority of what's, what we had for 2019 available again in 2020. He's a great asset to any team considering the experience with Mayo on that and, uh, of course, pushed Dublin so close to a number of occasions, Declan. Yeah, did, exactly, yeah, yeah. They, they pushed Dublin and two Ireland finals, came up short. Yeah. You know, I think it's been a minimum of margins on, on both occasions, and uh, yeah, a lot of experience there. And uh, you know, it's a, brings a, a different, uh, you know, that different style too to to the coaching end, which which is good from our point of view. And uh, so, yeah, listen, we feel we we have made progress over the last twelve months, and uh, but again. You know, we're still where we were 12 months ago and that's coming up short in the Super 8. So listen, the challenge for us all now as a group, as management and players, is to, to take it to the next the next level now. And that's, as I say, the work begins immediately and uh, the club championship will start now in early September and we'll be focused on that there. And, uh, you know, the players will come back to us yeah. then at the end of the year. People like myself and the normal Donegal fans, Declan, I suppose, don't really understand the amount of hard work that goes on behind the scenes. In terms of, it's a very long GA year, and uh, you know, like yourself, you never really stopped, I suppose, in your thought process of planning. You know, it's twenty four seven, Tony. You know, that's just the way it is. Every minute of every day is taken up in terms of you know preparation, and even you know, after the disappointment of Castlebar and and going out of the Super Eights, you know. Yeah, you're you're feeling not feeling great for a couple of days, but I mean, once you get into Tuesday, Wednesday, you're looking ahead and seeing where you know where we can improve, you know what we need to do to improve, and uh, how we put that into practice. And that's that's been going on now for the last couple of weeks. And as I say, you don't, you know, there's never a minute where you're, where you're resting really. And it's, you know, it's that the level. It's it's gone to a really professional level, and you have to be to be in with those top teams, yeah. and. Uh, but uh, no, listen. It's 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 a huge commitment, and luckily I've built a good squad of uh, backroom members with me. Really strong professional team in the backroom, and the players have really bought into what we've been trying to do and how we were trying to play the game over the last couple of seasons, and they've been brilliant. So yeah, no, it's 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 as I say, there's definitely work, good work being done, but we know we have still to improve and. Uh, uh, there's a fair room for that and as I say uh, we look forward to that in 2020 Well I think uh, speaking on behalf of myself and uh, Donegal fans that there's a great optimism amongst Donegal fans uh, especially given the last two seasons Declan we definitely would uh, be hopeful that things would continue in the same vein uh, Let's touch on for what myself and many other people Declan is going to be very hard to beat in terms of uh, game of the year and that was Donegal and Kerry in Crow Park was probably one of the best games of football that I've seen in a long long time yeah listen it was there's no doubt um, Kerry there's always something special about playing Kerry uh, and, and Championship in Crow Park it's, uh, it's always a special occasion and you know, supposed our match against Kerry was uh, at end up really 120 120 apiece I think teams were level on, on 16 occasions throughout the match and it could have went anyway. It could have went either way. We had, you know, we got a goal from um, from from Michael Murphy, um, 
from the penalty spot and we had an opportunity right away after for a second goal which we, which we didn't take which probably would have got us over the line on the day but you know I think on the balance of play and on, on a fl- reflection of the 78 minutes that was played on, on that evening or that afternoon I think it was a fair result but no it was a really good game of football both teams went at it and a real a real you know where, where, where I feel the way Gaelic football should yeah. be played and um, no it was a really good occasion and um, yeah point of peace and uh, uh, I suppose I said both teams were happy enough on the day to get that point. It was definitely a game for the purest Declan in terms of like it was man to man and you know um, score for score. I think it was uh, just uh, great stuff to watch. Yeah. yeah, there were some brilliant scores on the day from from both teams and you know Kerry have done done well under under Peter Keane's first year. They got they got to the National League final where Mayo pipped them in, in, in the final game in Crow Park and to win the National League and you know they're now through the All-Ireland final so yeah they've, been, they've made yeah. good progress and me and Peter Keane has been managing the minor team over the last three four years and they've won McCary have won four in the last uh, five All-Irelands at minor level and there's some brilliant players coming through and they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with they are at the minute but they're going to be over the next yeah. number of years yeah without a shadow of a doubt would you say Declan that um, obviously your experience with the minor team getting to the All-Ireland final before you took up the senior role for the second time do you think you getting to know those players that has benefited you coming in as your second term yeah I think it's important and you know yeah. I've taken I suppose since they were under 15 yeah. going into regional uh, development groups and then going into under 16 Bunkrana Cup and then ultimately 17 and into minor and then the 21 so I've been working with a lot of these players probably for the last maybe 6, 7, 7, 8 years now and uh, it does help there's no doubt you know uh, you know the players understand what we we want to play and you know a lot of those guys have matured and have gone on now and it's great to see so many of them involved with the county senior setup and all doing extremely well and while it's great to have all those young lads coming through and, and it's vitally important that we do keep bringing players forward it's also important to experience players that are there I mean yeah. they've been brilliant if you look through the even this year the likes of you know you Neil McGee Paddy McGrath Frank McGlynn Leo McLoon, Michael Murphy, those boys have been around, yeah. been around the block, and you know they're really senior senior players that that these young lads look up to, and uh, you can see the standards these guys set, and that, that's so important. Yeah, it's just a, it's a mixture of uh, experience and, and youth that definitely always uh, would uh, work well, Declan. On to Dublin, Declan and, and, and Kerry in the final, and many people, I suppose, won't be giving Kerry much of a chance in that final. How do you see the final playing out? And listen, it's going to be hard to see Dublin not doing the five in a row. But uh, you know, if any team can do it, it's it's, it's Kerry. They'll not fear going into Crow Park or Ireland final day. Uh, they're up against a very good Dublin side. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, against Mayo last weekend, you'd say Mayo probably done everything right in that first half. They were they were got their matchups right. Uh, they were very physical with Dublin, and you know, they went in two points up at half time. But po- possibly they should have been in more. Uh, start of the second half, you were wondering what way Dublin were going to come out. Paddy Dorkin had an opportunity, ball fell short, and all of a sudden the ball's in the back net, in the far end of the field, and you know Dublin are right back in the game. And you know what we saw, what we saw then over that over that ten, fifteen minute period, the start of the second half was just awesome. Yeah. And two six to a point, and they just blew Mayo apart. And you know Conor Callahan, Kieran Kilkenny, uh, guys that were well marshaled in the first half, Paul Mannion, Brian Fenton, mm-hmm. all came on, into their own. And you know that I mean they, they they have players all over the field yeah. that are capable of winning matches. Yeah. And Dublin, not only the the, the start and 15 Declan their panel is so strong oh listen it's just yeah. huge I mean there's no doubt about that there and, and there's a lot of you know a lot of players coming off that bench that'll always make it I mean like even Bernard Brogan who didn't make the, the 26th last day and, and Ono Gara 
I mean, they have a lot of real quality. And I mean, add into the mix now, you have Dermot Connolly back in. So, yeah, no, it's a pretty awesome squad. And, and you know, Jim Gavin has done brilliant work with, with this Dublin yeah. team. And yeah, they're firm favourites to, to, to go and, and win their, their five in their own. It's going to take a real majestic effort from yeah. Kerry and everything needs to go well and right for them on the day for them to, 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 yeah. to achieve that but the one thing Kerry have they, I mean they have forwards better than any as good of as good of forwards as Dublin has uh, defensively they're maybe mm. you know a bit suspect there are a lot of young lads in there but uh, those guys will will learn even from the from the match against Tyrone last last weekend but when you when you have a forward line the likes of uh, Paul Ganey David Clifford Sean O'Shea, Tommy Walsh came off the bench to bring in effect. You have Stephen O'Brien playing the best football of his career. David Mourns is good at midfielders in the country. So, yeah, they, 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 listen, they have a chance, but a pretty slim chance. But I think, you know, as I say, if any team can can uh, stop the, the five in a row, it's yeah. probably Kerry, you know. Yeah. One thing that impressed me about um, Kerry in Dublin was when the game was in the melting pot uh, there at the weekend, the two games, they came into their own and they sort of blew away the opposition. And that's in, in sh- like a, it was a short blurt, but uh, it was enough to do the damage to. Like you see with Dublin, as you mentioned there, that ten-minute spell, and Kerry likewise against Tyrone, they they hit them in a, a brief spell, and the game was over almost. Yeah, listen, and you know it probably came. I mean, I mentioned the first ball from Paddy Durkin at the start of the second half. The ball could have went over, possibly should have went over the bar, be a, a three-point game, and all of a sudden it's gone back down the far side of the field, and Tyrone or Dublin are in the ascendancy, and and they stayed there. I mean, they they, they really attacked the the, the kick at Mayo kickouts for the next ten, fifteen minutes, and. Had great success, and as I say, ultimately end up in a space of 15 minutes, two six to a point. Tyrone similar. I mean, Kieran McGeary got turned over on a ball where Tyrone were attacking, and all of a sudden the ball's turned over, and uh, it's in the back of the it's, yeah. in, it's in the back of the net uh, f- for Kerry. And you know, Kerry went out and saw saw the game. I'm sure Tyrone would be disappointed because they would have felt that they, there was opportunities yeah. there to to go on to win that game and you suppose I mean Cahill McShane had a really master class performance at, at yeah. full forward and it was really difficult to handle all afternoon for the Kerry defence and uh, not a disappointment for, for Tyrone but uh, you've Kerry against Dublin and you know um, there's been many a battle down through the years yeah. Tony with these two with these two teams involved so listen I'm looking forward to it I think, it's, I think it'll, it will be a really good game of football but you have to say I mean, it's very hard to look past Dublin it is it's going to be very hard to stop them Declan and uh, I think a lot of people would agree with that Declan there's been a lot of talk over the last number of weeks about the, the Super 8s in terms of some people saying they're not working now f- for me like I've enjoyed the introduction personally of the Super 8s I think it's added a new dimension to the Championship what's your own personal feelings on the Super 8 structure? Listen, you know, I think, yeah, I, I mean, the structure to me, I mean, for most moment, I think the whole point of view, we're disappointed we didn't come out of the Super We've been in the Super Aces, and I think it's a great place to be because you're playing three highly competitive matches. Well, we have over the last two years, it's probably been, we're the one team that has kept the Super Aces alive over the last yeah. two, two years in terms of which you could write down to the wire on both occasions uh, going into the last match. Uh, maybe in terms of, you know, you look down at the Dublin Tyrone match and yeah. no more which is a dead rubber match but possibly the fact that maybe the team that tops uh, gets home advantage in a in a an All-Ireland semi-final I yeah. know it's going away from having your All-Ireland semi-final and it's going into uh, a provincial venue but maybe something like that there that'll, but I think the Super H uh, yeah, I mean I'm happy enough with them yeah. to be quite honest I think they're, 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 they're a good concept uh, I know it's very difficult mm-hmm. you know saying that the stronger teams will probably 
one of learns because you'll get them on one occasion maybe on an off day but very difficult to get them on two, two, two times on the trot but and saying that you know we want to be playing Super H we want to be in that top rung and we want to be playing Challenge Football in, in yeah. June, July and August that's where we want to be well it's for me uh, people have talked about the dead rubber matches like for example as you mentioned there Dublin and Tyrone but we see it across uh, numerous sports I'll take an example like the Champions League we see it numerous occasions where teams have uh, qualified you know, going into the last number of games and there's nothing to play for. So it's, it's not just in Gaelic terms that has it happened. And the other side of it is these Tyrone players that we would have been introduced in a game against uh, Dublin, it gives them a chance at championship football. Do you know what? Well, exactly. And sometimes, you know, I mean, we're the greatest people in the world for, for knocking our own in terms of the GAA. And, I mean, at least they're trying. They're, they're making changes. Yeah. It's a three-year three experiment. And... Uh, they'll sit down again after that and I mean there's been changes made all year listen down through the years in terms of where the GA going in terms of rules uh, even this year a number of rules were tried and, and, and tested and uh, I mean that's good. There's no, I mean I, I see no 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 harm. And I think I think we've a brilliant product. I think when yeah. you, when the game is played in the, in the manner and you, you mentioned our match against against yeah. Kerry, really top class entertainment and top class spectacle. And uh, you know, sometimes I say we 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 just knock the GA sometimes for the sake of it. But listen, uh, it is a great product. There's no doubt about it. And you know, from grassroots level right round, and you know, any area in the country that's where you know the community's built yeah. on is, is the GA, and, and it's so vital for for all communities. And and uh, but uh, no, listen, I think I think there's a product there. I think the, the super rates to me, there's another year left of it, and supposed to they'll sit down after that there. But to me, I I've no, yeah. no qualms. Well, t- t- to me personally, I would uh, be saying that uh, I would like to see it uh, kept on. But um, similar Declan, in a similar uh, situation to the provincial championship, you know, like Donegal know and yourself know how special it is to win an Anglo Celt. And uh, a lot of people would hope that that stays the same too, even though you have the lopsided uh, situations in Leinster with Dublin coasting to Leinster titles. And, but you have, a lot of, you have a very special sense there of, you know, pride of winning your provincial championship. A lot of counties have had that over the years. How do you sit on that situation? Well, listen, I mean, we've, we've gone after our provincial title every year. I mean, it's so important to us. I mean, one in anglo Celtic. I mean, we've only won it 10, 10, 10 times in, in the history of, of the Negal. We didn't win our first until 1972. And, you know, Brian McEnough was the only manager who, for those first five titles that we won 1972, 74, 83, 90 and 92 and uh, fortunately enough I was got to play in, uh, and won two medals in 1990 and 92 and we've also lost I've lost two or three finals also but the important I think winning an Ulster title and atmosphere around Clonus and Ulster finally it can't be beat to be quite honest and uh, you know even over the last two seasons you've seen it now back to back and you've seen the big crowds the huge crowds we played for Manor last year Cavan this year and it brings so much colour so much excitement and you know it's a, it's, a, it's a brilliant occasion and you know the players and everyone involved are you know it's, it's, it, that's our first step every year is trying to regain and, and, and won that Ulster title after after the league finishes yeah. up so that doesn't change and you know every, every year we were as competitive and, we, and every team's the same and let nobody tell you that likes Tyrone or Monon or these guys didn't want to win an Ulster Championship over the last couple of seasons not the case no. every team goes out to want to win that Ulster title and as I say luckily for us we've won it over the last two years and uh, you know that's been it's been very pleasing you know yeah, it's bread and butter I think to, to win your to win your provincial title at, in your own province I think is the first and foremost most important thing oh, for it yeah. is exactly winning, winning the provincial title is huge for us and huge for I'm sure for every other team and it's also your first I mean, that's your state direct route into the, into the Super 8s which is also important yeah 
very much so. Declan, go back to when you first um, came in as manager of, of Donegal in 1998. I would say, like obviously, experience helps anyone in any, any walk of life. But coming into your second stint in charge, the, the experience of management has obviously helped you a lot down through the years in terms of what you brought into the role uh, the, the, this time around. Yeah, listen, I suppose last time around, it was, I think, my 32nd birthday, I became the... I think the youngest manager in the country back in 1998. So, listen, you were playing with some players that were older than you. You were playing along with you know, some of the playing colleagues that won an All Ireland medal with you back in 1992. So, yeah, but it didn't. I mean, it didn't actually phase me or anything yet. It was, you know, but when you look back on it now, it was a huge step to take, yeah. to be quite honest. And uh, but uh, I know, listen, as I say, it's uh, when you're in the game long enough, and I'm in it a good while now but you know you do learn you do pick up yeah. a lot of things and you do learn from you know every year I mean every day you go out every training session is a learning a learning yeah. a learning even every game you play is a, a learning a le- and you're always picking up from, from a ring so listen it's, you'll never the, the day you, you sit there and think yeah I, I think I have it all achieved now or I know it all that's the day that you the first day that you start going down the hill again so listen no every day is a learning a learning day and as I say I mean I'm lucky that I'm in a position where I have a very strong backroom team there now. It's a very strong management team. And again, I have that group of experienced players that's guiding a lot of the younger lads through at the minute. And I say there's a really good mix there at the minute. And uh, as I say, you know, it's been a really good working environment over the last two years. And uh, it's been very enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. It's, a, it's a, all the, I think it's a, a combination of experiences you pick up down to the years, Declan, and putting it into, you know, uh, practice. That's exactly it, yeah. and it's like any in any walk of life or business, whatever else that that you're in, and you're always out there, and you're always yeah. wanting to improve and, and learn. And uh, as I say, that, that's that's exactly how I am, and yeah. you know, you're always wanting to be there. Listen, from, from from our point of view, as I say, yeah, brilliant. We've won back-to-back Ulster titles. You know, we lifted the McKenna Cup last year. We got out of Division Two this year, which is important for us. And you know. It'll start all over again in, in, in 2020, next January, when the uh, McKenna Cup starts, and then you go into the National League, then you go into the Championship, and hopefully into the Super 8s. And, you know, that's, that, that's all the targets and goals that'll be put in front of us. And as I say, for us to make that significant step now, then there's a lot of work to be done. And, and as I say, the work has already begun. Yeah. That's good to hear, Declan. Well, Declan, on to the final uh, number of questions here. And a lot of people might not know it, but I would say most people know it that know you, that you also had a bit of a soccer career in the early days. Yeah, listen, I played a lot of soccer, and uh, you know, and uh, I think any young lad or girl growing up, I think it's great to be involved in sport and, uh, you know, play as many games and as many, you know, sports as you can. Uh, I know it comes to a stage where it gets difficult and you have to make a decision at some stage but uh, you know I played soccer right through up until I was about you know 18, 19 and you know even after that there in the off season when the old National League used to change you'd play three matches prior to Christmas and uh, you'd play another four I think after maybe starting back in February or March so you'd have three months off and, and uh, we used to I used to play with Finn Harps in the League of Ireland but prior to that I would have played with Irish under youth teams and um, captain Irish youth teams and also uh, I w- I was over at Celtic for a number a number of uh, number of months, and I actually was very close to signing a two-year contract, and um, that ultimately was decided by Billy McNeil going in to manage Man City in 1983. So that uh, there was a two-year contract on on the table at that stage, and that's that. Um, that went when 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 Billy McNeil went down to Man City, left Celtic, and uh, he brought his backroom team with him. But listen, that was you know you, you, that was going back to the early eighties, and uh, 
you know, I went back playing Gaelic football very quickly after that and was involved with Brian McEnough in the, in the National League squad in 1983 that, that winter. So, yeah, you had too much time to dwell on it. So, no, like, uh, I, I love boat sports, uh, boat sports and hurling, anything else. I would just, you know, love watching all sports, rugby. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the two that I played was was was, uh, was, was Gaelic football and, and, and soccer and uh, enjoyed, enjoyed both of yeah. them. What position did you play for Van Harp's Declan? Uh, well, some people may think that the fact that I always played up front in, 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 um, in Gaelic football, I would be there in soccer, but now I played all my football in defence, yeah. either centre half or at that stage sweeping or left back mainly. So that's where I was. I played all my all, all, all my soccer. Yeah, so you were deployed as a defender, and then, and then, then of course, uh, as in the Gaelic, you were uh, the corner forward. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Different, different, different ends of the field. But uh, I know, enjoyed both. I have to say, and, and it was great. You know, uh, being fit to be, uh, play b- uh, both sports. But uh, yeah, no, listen, those were enjoyable times. And you know, you can't beat the the, the best times or when you're fit to get out there and play. So, you know, must have been a very special moment for you, Declan, as an Arasa man, to uh, bring the Sam McGuire to the Wee Bridge when Donegal, of course, won the All Ireland for the first time in 1992. That must be memories that'll stay with you for a lifetime. Yeah, listen, it's still, you know, even though it's 20, whatever, 26, 27 years ago now, it's, it, it, there's times it feels longer and it's other, other times it feels only like, like yesterday, yesterday. But yeah, no, brilliant. And, you know, to win that, that All Ireland in 92 was, you know, we went into 1990, we won, I won my first Ultra medal. In 1990, we beat Armand in the final. Uh, and ultimately, we got beaten in the semi final by Need. And I think it was basically down to, you know, when you look back on it now, there was no real belief within those Ulster teams. It was always a kind of a dogfight to come out of Ulster. And I think by the time we got to a semi-final, you know, teams were kind of happy with their lot. I'm not saying that was like our case, but, you know, I just felt that no Ulster team was making that breakthrough to one in All-Ireland. But, you know, in 1991, we lost it down in the Ulster final. And ultimately, they went on to to win that All Ireland in 1991. And that opened the door. And, you know, we won, we beat Derry in 92 in Ulster final and got into semi-final against Mayo which we got over the line and we came up against a Dublin team that again weren't meant to get beat and I think the belief that came from me coming out of Ulster the previous year and winning that All-Ireland it gave us massive massive confidence to go in there and do a job and that's exactly what happened and then over the next number of years you look at it in 1993 we lost that Ulster final to Derry and Derry went on to win an All-Ireland 94 down won it again and Tyrone came up very short you know, it came up short in, in 95 against Dublin and a match they probably should have won so you could have had four Ulster teams in the space of five years won an yeah. All-Ireland which we hadn't done for the previous 20 years Yeah so it, it paved the way that first uh, obviously down in 91 and yourselves in 92 and that was a very special team of players uh, Declan the 92 team Oh listen yeah. yeah exactly any team that you know I mean you played for and supposed to you battled through the the bad times, you know, as well as the the, the good times, the memories, those memories live with you. And you know, we had a brilliant reunion a couple of years back, celebrating the 25 year reunion. So we had a weekend in Dublin for our Ireland week- final weekend, and you know that was memorable. It was a brilliant weekend, and you know some of the lads you don't see that often now. Some are, you know, but a lot of them you still you still be in touch with on a, on a regular basis. But a lot of them you don't. So it was brilliant to get them all together, and uh, now it was really uh, uh, it was great. As I said, those times were will never be. No. 
you know, they're always there. They're always there, and those memories will never fade, you know. A great achievement, and I was only recently actually saw the game uh, being played. It was on uh, TV, on Sky, the replay of the All-Ireland final of 1992. And fast forward then, of course, to 2012, um, Declan, and a man that's very much still a pivotal figure in Donegal's uh, team under yourself, Michael Murphy. And, of course, what they achieved in 2012, uh, Donegal's second All-Ireland success. Yeah, listen, I mean, it was 20 years since the 92, and you could just feel that the momentum was building after 2011 when Jim came in. You know, they won Ulster, and uh, you just felt that, you know, that match against Dublin, that Jim had his way of playing, and um, he felt this was the way that was going to get success with a couple of lean years. And Jim came in, and, you know, Michael Murphy was part of that 2010 Ulster the team that lost the or the All Ireland final in 2010 against Dublin, uh, along with a number of other players. But um, in 2012, you just felt you know they were building momentum and uh, that it was uh, that they were on the cusp of something something big, and that was brilliant. Now great to see, and Michael is a young captain, I think 20, 20, 22 years of age at the time. Tremendous achievement. It was a brilliant team. When you look look at you know the defenders and you know you the players of Frank McGlynn yeah. and the two McGees, Neil Eamon McGee, Paddy McGrath, and there, and Anthony Thompson, oh Colm Anthony, Patrick McBurdy. You know you had a really strong strong team. Rory Cavan and Neil Gallagher, really outstanding players. And uh, yeah, no, it was a great. It was a great. You know, brilliant lift again for Donegal football, and it was great to see it come come back in for a second time. Yeah. And uh, you know, I know it took twenty years. So listen again. They, could, they came so close down in twenty fourteen on under Jim Jim's last match. Uh, you know, against Kerry and Adelaide in final in twenty fourteen, and that was a huge disappointment. It was a huge disappointment all around that day. But the minor team losing the final to Kerry just beforehand, and you know, if you had went back three four, three weeks previous to that day, you, you'd probably one of the greatest days ever in Crow Park from a Donegal perspective. With both minors and seniors beating Dublin and Crow Park in All Ireland semi final day, in front of a full house. So, I know. Listen, yeah, but uh, yeah, Donegal over the over the over over the time have you know they've done well, and uh, you know probably in the last ten years it's probably been their most successful period. Yeah, well, not not without a shadow of a doubt, but all, all their titles, Declan as well, and the All Ireland final appearances, but. Michael, I hope, like myself, I think there's a number of Donegal players in uh, running for uh, an All-Star this year, and I would love to see, you know, I think at the forefront of that, you're probably looking at Michael Murphy and, and, and Ryan McHugh. It would be a nice reward for them, boys, even though it's a team effort, it would be nice to see those boys acknowledged for the seasons they've had. Ah, oh, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, yeah, it's brilliant, you know, that's, it, 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 you know, at the end of the season, you get the All-Stars and, you know, all and there's always controversy who should get it or who should be in, who should be out, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping that there will be a number of Donegal players uh, to pick up a, an All Star award is a nice way, it's a nice individual award to get at the end. Of the year. It's also a sign that you know your your team has done reasonably well in, in, in that year. So uh, yeah, listen, you you asked a question about Michael. Michael brings a lot of. I mean, in terms of that leadership, he's been captain to side now since back to 2011, and uh, you know he's been a real role model. And um, you know the way he trains, the way the way he lives his life. I mean, on and off the field, he's a total professional. And you know he demands standards, and and those standards are, are are set high, and that's that's where it has to be. But now he's been, I mean, he's been one of the Nigal's greatest, probably greatest, greatest ever footballers. And to a huge extent too, I'd say you know Michael, especially when he came on the scene. I think it was two thousand seven for Donegal in the championship. Uh, he defies his years, Michael Murphy. Even now, like he's only a young man still, and the amount of experience that he's brought to the Donegal setup, it's, he really does defy belief. Yeah, listen, I think this is Michael's twelfth season playing. Yeah, and I mean it's been brilliant. I think he's he's lifted is it five or six, five as five Anglo Celt, 
and a great and along with along with the ultimate Sam Maguire. So he's been a brilliant captain. He's been you know. And it's what he demands in terms of he puts his body on the line every time he goes out there, not just on on on, on a championship day, but any game he plays or any training session he goes out, and that's the way he that's the way he goes about his business. But uh, no, a real role model, and it's great for all these young people in Donegal to have someone of that stature to look up to. And uh, as I say, hopefully there's still plenty of years left, and, and Michael oh. Murphy and 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 and, and the rest of them, you know. He's, I think he's a, a player that's admired throughout not only Donegal, uh, Declan, but throughout Ireland, uh, Michael and. Uh, uh, certainly would hope that he would stay on for a number of years in the Donegal fold. Well, the final question I'm going to ask you, Declan, today, uh, as part of the interview, is uh, for people that don't really know you that well personally, what kind of ways do you like to chill out away from the scene? Because it would say between work and between Donegal, you don't get a whole lot of time to chill out. No, very little, exactly, yeah. Um, the, the time and, and uh, you know, the family are mostly... Well, the three of them. Well, the oldest girl graduated there during during the summer, so she's a doctor now down in NUIG. And the second girl is also doing medicine. She's in Galway. Uh, Christian spent three years in, in Galway, and he's doing. Um, he's in and um, back in Larry Kenny doing doing law, and uh, the youngest lad, Killian, he's doing. Uh, he's in, in St. Columbus and Glenty, so he's a couple of years left. He's on his junior cert this summers and. Uh, uh, the boss of the house, Catherine, uh, she's she's at home. So listen, yeah, listen. That you, you, I mean, it's very hard during the season to get away. And but I like, I mean, I like to, you know, I, I still like going out to watch any sporting events, and uh, you know that's important. And we like to get out, maybe get away an odd weekend here and there, and maybe get a get a family holiday at the end of the year. And that's yeah. So listen, it's fairly, it's fairly. Work takes up a fair amount. I work with a wine company for the last twenty five years, so that's the that's the bread and butter, and that's uh, that's important. So I've been. Luckily enough, that my um, my employees, Fenlader uh, and Weiner, have been, f- you know, very understanding and very accommodating. So, because in this job, it, as I say, it's, it is a twenty four seven job, and it, it it does take up a huge amount of time. Yeah, and uh, with that, with the job you have as well, Declan, I'm sure you're travelling around the country continuously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get uh, yeah, between around the country and going abroad to yeah. some of the, the the wineries and stuff. So yeah, listen, it's an interesting job. There's no doubt about that. There and and it's one that I've been lo- lucky enough to be in over the last 25 years. And uh, so yeah, listen, it's it's full on, and and I suppose you wouldn't have it any other way. No, a big well done, to Declan. 25 years in any places uh, to be admired. Well, Declan, I'd like to end the interview by thanking you. Uh, sincerely for taking the time to speak with me today here in the waterfront uh, I much appreciate it and from myself and all Donegal fans in Donegal and beyond a massive congratulations and well done to you and the squad on the great success that you had over the last couple of years No problem, thank you Tony and listen to every good success now with your Time Out podcast and hopefully it works out Thanks very much Declan, thank you well, folks, there you have it. That was my interview with Mr. Declan Bonner, the current manager of the Donegal Senior Football Team. And I hope that you enjoyed listening to the show, and uh, I certainly enjoyed getting the chance to speak to Declan. A big thanks to the Waterfront Hotel for accommodating us uh, during the interview. It was certainly m- much appreciated. Uh, of course, that was the second episode of the Time Out podcast with me, Tony McGettigan. More to come in the coming weeks, so stay tuned for that. So, Until next time, folks, take care.